Time to wake Time to up. up. <laughs> no longer can we rely on those same people in the media and politics who will say anything to keep our rigged system in place. Instead, we must choose to believe in America. History is watching us now. We don't have much time, but history is watching. It's waiting to see if we will rise to the occasion and if we will show the whole world that America is still free and independent and strong. Because today, we are not merely transferring power from one administration to another or from one party to another, but we are transferring power from Washington, D.C., and giving it back to you, the people. For too long, a small group in our nation's capital has reaped the rewards of government, while the people have borne the cost. You are tuned in to His Hardline. Welcome to the number one show many have yet to discover. Our priorities of discussion are quite simple. We put God first. We talk about good health and how to fortify our families, followed by how we restore the republic so we can have a strong nation once again. So patriots, patriots, assemble. assemble. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Yeah, that's right. You can't handle the truth. Well, at least I know you guys can. But most people have a hard time handling the truth because you can lay out as much evidence as you possibly can. You can put it all out there. Lay out your case. I mean, literally, just every which way you can imagine. And yet, people will still believe the indoctrination that they've been taught all their life in school and in the, you know, the overpriced colleges and believe CNN and Fox News and basically everything that the TV tells them to. Remember, television, they tell you what your vision should be. They they predictive programming. This is what the CIA does. And so it doesn't matter how much proof in the pudding is right there in front of them. They will turn down that truth because it goes against everything they've ever learned. So welcome to His Hard Line. This is where you're going to get solid truth. And if I get it wrong over here, I go find the truth and then I correct this. I correct the record over here. That's what I'm known for. Because if you know me by now, you should know. If I get something slightly wrong or, you know, something that's slightly unfactual, I will correct the record once I get the actual facts, you know, once if, if there's something that's missing. Because, listen, I'm human just like you. I, I'm a man, right? We're all subject to the same, you know, mistakes. But the difference between me and most people is I have no problem admitting when I'm wrong and then correcting the record. It's very important. So let's see who we have here in the chat. We got Chris in Michigan, Coaster Runner, Nancy S., Mary S., 
Rietta and Destry Payne. Welcome, welcome, welcome to all the normal regular listeners that come over here to listen to my babbling and babbling and babbling. So really appreciate to have you all over here. And Donnie, that's right. Oh, Rietta, how kind of you to include Donnie. Let's see. You guys are making, she says, we are making dinner together. Pork chops, corn, and salad. Ooh, that does sound good. That actually sounds really good. Pork chops and applesauce. Pork chops and applesauce. Yeah. So anyways, so I am Jason again. If I didn't say it, Jason, your co-host with God and Jesus Christ at my side, because while they're the ones that are in charge, they're the host with the most. They're in the captain's chair. They're at the wheel and they are steering the ship through these crazy waters that we call life. So welcome to episode 492 and Satan is working overtime. Yes, that little demon is working overtime. And you know what? He's going to be working a lot of overtime because as more and more people start turning to God and they start entering, you know, allowing Christ and inviting Christ in their heart, he's going to have way too many targets to go after. Here's something kind of crazy. I'll share this little quick personal story with you guys. So last night when I was doing the podcast, um, I'm pretty sure Katie won't you know, mind me sharing this. But, you know, when I got done, she was like, um, I almost had to interrupt your show and come to get you. I'm like, what? She goes, yeah, when I was listening to you, I was upstairs, I was doing laundry and, um, you know, she was folding, you know, folding clothes or sheets or something. But anyway, she was doing laundry and she was staying in the bedroom and we don't have creaky floors because it's, again, it's, it's a new house. We, we built it three years ago, so it's not old. Nobody's died in it, at least not to my knowledge, but it's a new house. And so she was saying, she goes, I almost had to come down and get you. She goes, I had to like cast something out of our house. I'm like, what? I'm like, what are you talking about? She goes, I'm telling you, I heard a squeaking, like one of those, like you hear in an old movie, like a horror film that like when you open up a door that needs WD 40 in the worst way, like that kind of squeaking, I guess that, that screeching creak, whatever. And so it, she heard it in the spot that she was just standing in. So she thought maybe a board under the carpet maybe just readjusted after the weight shifted off of the floor so she was trying to mimic it to see if she can get it to do it and she couldn't and then she heard it again in a different form on the other side of the room but even slower and she thought maybe it was haven but she looked at the monitor that we have and she was still sound asleep. So it wasn't her creeping around in the hallways, walking around. So, yeah, it was, uh, it was pretty, it was pretty interesting, you know? <clears throat> and, uh, so she's like, whatever you are, you need to get the heck out of my house. This is God's house. This is the house of Christ. This is Jesus's house. He's the King here, not you. And we cast you out in the name of Jesus Christ. And then, you know, she didn't hear it anymore after that. But yeah, I tell you what, you know, Satan, here's the thing. Satan's working overtime big time because he knows as more people start turning to God and they start hearing the call as people start, you know, because here's the thing. People are starting to turn away from TV. They're starting to turn it off, turn down the volume. They're starting to turn away from the mainstream music and the top 40 mainstream crap that all it does is create noise and distractions in our head, you know, brain space. And it tunes God's voice out. More people are starting to get connected with God. More people start to get connected with nature. They're starting to learn how to ground and the importance of grounding and getting your bare feet on the earth. People are starting to realize the importance of, of um, gardening. 
making sourdough bread, developing home remedies like oil of oregano. Like these are the kind of things that people are starting to turn to again. We're starting to go back to the old ways of doing things. See, convenience is a mechanism that Satan uses. He wants us to have the most convenient, comfortable life so we do not have to rely on old skills. Because when you get people convenient on a system that he's created, now he's got you enslaved. And now you, what will you do to keep into that system? Except the mark of the beast, if you can't buy and sell goods? Perhaps. Excuse my language, but Satan's being a little bastard lately, and I've been noticing that he's been interfering with a lot of marriages and a lot of people's lives that I happen to know personally. Which, by the way, do not let me forget to pray specifically for some couples here that really need it. Let me play a few TikTok videos here that I kind of came across. I mean, this is this is crazy. Here's the first one. Hold on. Let me see what this is before I actually play the audio. Hold on. Um, this one says, uh, so this is a TikTok video. It says, Satan working overtime. How? Yeah, this is coincidental. L listen to this. This is a news report. Um, I don't know what news channel this is. looks like something local somewhere. But anyway, listen. Listen to this. Good morning, Allison. Good morning, everyone. A big story just before our uh, days before Palm Sunday, Good Friday and Easter, sacred time for Christians. Two ultra Orthodox members of Prime Minister Netanyahu's coalition have introduced a bill that would punish believers for sharing the gospel of Jesus with prison time. United Torah Judaism Knesset members Moshe Gaffney and Yaakov Asher introduced legislation last week, making it illegal to share in conversation, or produce content online, in print, or by mail. Their explanation of the bill emphasizes a warning to stop Christians in particular. The punishment, one year in prison or two years for sharing with someone under the age of 18. Good morning, Allison. Good morning. Yeah, isn't that interesting? Prison time. That's nice. Prison time. If you share the gospel. Huh. I thought that was very interesting. Here's another one I came across. Listen to this. All right, Travis, talk to me about this bill. This is uh, essential. This is from OAN, by the way, One American News Network. Essentially criminalizing religious beliefs. And I don't mean to speak in hyperbole here, but if this bill were to pass, would this uh, prohibit the sale of the Bible that teaches these things about sexual morality? Well, literally, according to how this law is written, yes, it would. This is, you know, PC culture, politically correct culture, gone horribly awry. This is really directly hitting at our First Amendment rights as American citizens. Now the Democrat legislators in this building right behind me, the California State Legislature, they want to tell you how to think, what sort of books that you can read, write, and purchase. It is completely wrong. It is absolutely against our First Amendment rights. And I, for one, it will be a vocal opponent against this if it ever hits the assembly floor. Right. I mean, some of the phrasing here, I read it. I read it in the introduction. I want to read it again. They say this, this includes efforts to change behaviors. I mean, that is the role of parents to guide their children's behaviors. If they are not allowed to guide their children's behaviors with uh, their religious beliefs, then what, what rights do parents even have in the state of California? 
which is exactly right. I mean, this is what the Democrats are trying to do in California. This is how bad it's gotten, how far away the California Democrat Party's actually gotten away from even just normal Democrats here in the state of California. They want to tell people how to think, what sort of books they can read, what books they can't read. Remember, this country is founded upon the freedom of expression. And now the California Democrats want to take even that away. Right. And, and tell me, I mean, you're in the assembly, you work with these people. I know you respect your colleagues, but who is behind this? This is the whole liberal agenda. I mean, this is what they've been trying to do now for, for decades, literally in California. It's just gotten so bad because no one's been able to stop the Democrats in California that now their true designs are, are, are really starting to show themselves. This is all of the Bay Area liberal elite groupthink that we're now seeing in the chamber behind me. Remember, the California legislature has been run for 39 of the last 40 years by the Democrats in California. They have super majorities in both the Senate and the Assembly that was only broken recently by their own expulsions over sexual harassment allegations. So, I mean, look, it's not as if these guys are a clean house. These guys have been trying to do this for a long, long time. It started out with, you know, this whole concept of politically correct speech, which, thank God, has been blown out of the water by our president, Donald J. Trump. Now they want to tell you not only, you know, what is it polite to say, but what here's what you actually can say, what you can't say. Here's the sorts of books you can read and can't read. And by the way, uh, as this bill is written, uh, it would be banning the Bible uh, in California. Right. And there is some irony, by the way. I want to go back to that point you made. There is some irony that the same party. Yeah. They want to ban the Bible. Ain't that a mate? I mean, you see, these people won't stop at anything. And it's interesting. Destry was just saying something very profound here, which I, I didn't know that. Um, this is interesting. Uh, he says, in history, every empire passed stupid laws right before it collapsed. Amazing. It makes sense because, I mean, if they're on the verge of collapsing, they're going to try to create as many casualties as possible because they already know what the end game is and it means them not winning. And Nancy was saying, well, there are plenty of stupid ones going on. Yep. Now here's another one. Hold on. Let me scroll to this one real quick for a second. So this was, there's, I guess, some sort of carnival in Brazil. Maybe some of you heard about it. Um, I, I learned a little bit about it. I don't, I didn't, I don't know too much about what's going on, but this was kind of really troubling. So as I was watching this, oh boy, I tell you, was this just really terrible to watch? Um, they're literally making a mockery of Jesus and inhaling Satan as like the awesome God that they want to follow. It's disgusting. Listen to this. Now, watching it's a whole different ball of wax, but just listening to it, just give this a quick listen. What kind of sick and twisted things happened at the carnival in Brazil? The amount of blasphemy I'm about to show you is actually disturbing. Here we see some dude levitating corpses out of their own grave. Now this just pissed me off. The devil dragging Jesus Christ on the ground. If that didn't make you mad enough to top it off, he stabs him to the ground. This float is representing the Garden of Eden with the serpent and the apples in front of it. And then in the middle of the float, we see Adam and Eve dancing in a fountain sexually. Like, oh, what? I mean, I can't even believe what I'm seeing right now. And I don't know what this is supposed to be, and I don't think I want to know because there's people dancing in cages. Here's another flow. It's pretty self-explanatory. It's an oversized devil. Next, there's an owl god, and if you search up owl god, you get the mala. Supposedly, this is celebrated right before Lent, and 
Is that why it's so satanic? That really doesn't make sense to me. I feel like it should be the exact opposite of this. And I'm not just picking and choosing all of the satanic stuff. This is literally 99% of the things going on there. I mean, is that Jesus Christ hanging in front of everyone? How are these people going to bed at night after doing this? I mean, even if you're not religious, this kind of stuff is just hard to watch. What can I Yeah. It is really hard to watch. It's really sick and twisted. And quite frankly, you know, God won't be mocked. As they say, God will not be mocked. And I think, I don't know how true this is. But I think it's pretty true because I saw a lot of video footage. But I think after that whole carnival thing, wasn't Brazil just like flooded, like terribly flooded shortly after that or not too much longer after that? I thought I read or saw. You do not want to piss off God. Whoever thinks that's a good idea, I'm not going to sit here and tell you shame on you. I'm just going to tell you, you know what? When you piss off God, give me a fair warning because I'm going to steer clearly far, far away from your butt because I'm not about to be a casualty for your stupidity. No, thank you. I'm out. I have no intention on making God mad. I don't want to find out what his thresh points are. You know, his, uh, his, his, uh, what do you want to call? I don't want to know what his buttons are that are easily pushed. Nope. Not doing it. If anybody think that's a good idea, you're not satanic. You're just flat out insane. God will not be mocked. God will not be mocked. Nope. No. Oh, and by the way, I actually forgot to do my my little disclaimer. Just I got to put this out there because, you know, there are some Karens out there. So, again, just remember, as I always state periodically on the podcast, I'm not a doctor. I don't wear a white coat. I'm not a financial advisor, a pastor, priest, deacon, biblical scholar, or a bar lawyer, and I don't give out legal advice. And I'm also not an official face or voice of the national state or county assembly. And additionally, I don't advocate for violence, and I am my own man. And the opinions, thoughts, and statements are of my own unless I reference other material. There we go. Back to what I was saying. God will not be mocked. I want to read a quick little proverb here that I posted this morning. Whoever corrects the arrogant earns insult, and whoever reproves the wicked incurs opprobrium. Do not reprove the arrogant lest they hate you. Reprove the wise and they will love you. Proverbs chapter 9, verses 7 through 8. Yep. Satan is definitely doing his best to work overtime. He's trying to get in the middle of people's marriages. He's trying to get divorces to occur. Because when Satan gets divorces to occur, guess what? He doesn't just get a win. He gets multiple wins. He ruins the life of the woman. He ruins the life of the man. And guess what? If that man and woman have, let's just say, for the sake of you know divine numbers, let's just say they have three kids. Now he gets five wins because now he's ruined the lives of those three children. So one destruction of a family equals five wins for this little demon. You see how this works? He is a 
very, very deceptive piece of garbage this one is. This is why we need to throat stomp his ass back down to hell where he belongs. God will not be mocked. And the children of God here, being all of you fine people out here in the community, I know you guys will not let God be mocked. You guys are good, solid, wholesome people. For the most part, I think most of you are, unless you are a secret spy and you're like a secret Satanist or something that I don't know about, which that would suck, which if that's the case, Satan be gone in the name of Jesus Christ. <laughs> we don't want your kind here if you're a Satanist. But look, if you're trying to get your soul saved, then by all means, stay, you know, stay, stick around, but don't be a troll. <clears throat> there is no doubt that a lot of stuff is going on in the background. There is no doubt. Yep, and then Rietta says right here in the chat, then we say, get behind us, Satan. That's right, because Jesus said it very clearly that we have the authority. He gave us that authority. And Satan knows this. And all his little demon workers that work underneath him, they probably get crappy pay. They probably get paid way below minimum wage and hell currency. They are afraid of us because they know the power that a true believer has when they have Christ in their heart and a true faith and trust in God. Yeah. It's like Rieto was also saying right here, to stomp on snakes and scorpions. That's in the Bible. I think it's what, what, a Luke chapter, the book of Luke chapter 10, something like that, I think it is, somewhere in there. I think I know it's in the book of Luke. You know, I thought about that this morning, by the way, when I was loading up my truck, my first load of the day. I was like, man, I'm like, you know what? I should start a line of boots and call them the serpent satan uh what did i say what did i call it the satan snakes stomper yeah the satan snake stomper boots no that wasn't a name i had it right there too like it was it was an awesome name when i thought of it this morning and you have like a big you know the big face of jesus on on your ankle your boot and then you got like spikes that you can easily flip around so if you really want to give you know extra extra pain to the snakes and scorpions that you're stomping. You just flip around your little spikes. That'd be great. My wife was just saying right here, oh, I know I'm being attacked by Satan because I'm considering joining the assembly. My faith is strong and trying to raise a strong faith in my daughter. That's right. We both are. Mainly my wife, because she's the one that's here 24-7, being the educator, the lunch lady, the principal, the administrator, the librarian. And let me tell you, folks, when she has those librarian glasses on, ooh la la, that's my favorite employee of the homeschool. <laughs> oh, keep it together, Jason. Keep it together. Keep it together. Keep it PG. <laughs> ooh la la, ooh la la, ooh la la. <laughs> But yeah, no, seriously, there's so many people that are saboteurs and infiltrators within different levels of government in the de facto and the de jure within our assemblies, within the military. They're everywhere. But again, they will not succeed. 
they will not succeed. I ran across a video today. I know most of you have probably already seen it, especially if you saw it today because I posted it on my Telegram and True Social. But it was something that um, it was something that I, I, I remember seeing a couple of years ago, and it's a well put together video. <clears throat> And I love the song and I actually looked up the lyrics of the song and now it's like one of my top three favorite songs. Remember that video I played yesterday um, or two days ago, whatever it was, uh, it was like three minutes long saying, you know, you will witness the arrest of AOC and I've been authorized to tell you this and tell you this and that. And you're going to see Kamala Harris being taken down, blah, 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 blah. Right. There was a song that was playing very faintly in the background. What was it? Silent Running by Mike and the Mechanics. Yeah. And um, so I was like, man, I wonder whatever happened to that video that had Trump in it that had that song, Mike and the Mechanics. And oh, and Beck Destry actually makes a good point because I, I need to put this out there for people who don't know what to look for. These saboteurs, these provocateurs, right? The, the obfuscators, they tend to like to ask questions the same questions in about six different ways and repeat them, you know, and, and they want to hear you repeat the same answer all six times. That's what they do. Just FYI. So you know what to look for. Don't waste your time on these people. Don't give them audience. I've noticed people doing that on my telegram way back. I think about a month ago. That's why I said, if you're going to ask me a question or two and you have a genuine question and I feel like it's a genuine question, I will address it. Sure. But if you're going to ask a thousand questions, try to take up my time and make me spin my wheels in the, in, you know, my, my wheels in the mud. No, sorry. I'm going to just ignore you and move on. I'm almost to the point where I might shut off comments on the, you know, telegram and stuff. And you know, which I, I I'm not sure yet, but because I've been noticing people trying to post their spam nonsense on there. Might have to get to a point where I might need to get like a moderator or two on there, you know, just to keep an eye on it because I can't keep up with it. But yeah, that's what these people do. They ask the same question six different ways and they expect you to repeat the same answer all six times. Again, it's a big time waster. And if anybody's listening to this either live or later on on the download and you're one of these people, you will be found out if you haven't been already found out already. Just FYI, just putting it out there, just saying. So I found the video. And I tell you what, it gives me chills every time I hear it and watch it. So we're going to play this before we close out the show. But we need to remember who we are. We are God's people. We are children of God, and we are going to help win this war for him. We already know God wins the war, but we're not going to be the people that sit on the sidelines. Because sitting on the sidelines and riding on coattails got us in this problem to begin with which is how ty ty uh, tyranny and oppressors rise up. So we will not sit on the sidelines anymore. No more sideline sitting. Get your butt up and get your, you know what, in the fight. <laughs> Nancy says, I think we have a couple like that on the national call. Bingo, we do. Yes, we do. We know who they are. We know them. 
I'm going to keep names out, but somebody <laughs> messaged me privately. They're like, I've been really hesitant to tell you this, but there's somebody that actively listens, you know, on your chat. And again, I'm not going to give details, but they're like, and before they can really even say anything further, I'm like, oh, I know who you're talking about. Is it X, Y, Z? Before she, you know, they could even say anything. And they were like, uh, yeah. Wow, you know? I'm like, oh, yeah, we know. I'm like, we know. We know them all. We know what states they're in. We know who they are. <sighs> Big pain in the ass as they all are. But we need to remember who we are. We're God's people. And being God's people doesn't mean necessarily always being timid and nice. Because people will say that. Oh, Jason, that's not very Christian. Shut up. Again, Jesus flipped tables too when he got pissed at the money changers and all the, you know, the people making a mockery in, in God's house. We will do what we have to do because it's the righteous thing to do. Don't sit there and tell me, oh, that's not very Christian, Jason. No, you know what's not Christian? Repeating verses out of the Bible over and over again in a shallow way, saying, oh, this is, oh, this is, a, this, God will, you know, God will not be pleased with what he is seeing here. We need to remember Matthew chapter 18. If you have a problem with somebody, you take it to the back gate. What did Jesus say? I, I can't remember the exact uh, chapter and verse, but what, what did he say? Oh, when, when the Sadducees and Pharisees were like, oh, but Jesus, we cast out demons in your name. We did all these miraculous things in your name. Now, I'm just paraphrasing here, right? Okay, because I don't have the text right directly in front of me. But, you know, they're like, we did all these wonderful things in your name, Jesus. What did Jesus say to them? And again, I'm paraphrasing here, but what did he say? Depart from me, for I never knew you. I don't know you. Who are you? You think you can claim this, that, and the other and use my name, and you think you're a righteous? You think you can spout off verses out of the Bible and call yourself Christian? Who are you? Be gone, Satan. Like Destry was saying right here, reprobates stick out like sore thumbs. Yes, they do. Oh, dear goodness. I hope we don't have a 911 situation over there in California. Rietta's like, you, you made Donnie laugh and he about lost his pork chop. <laughs> Donnie, I can't help you with CPR, brother. You can't, don't choke on your chop. <laughs> but yeah, no, I guess you continue to say after dealing with them for years, it becomes usual suspects with their first words. We know exactly who they are. So I want to play this because this really fired me back up and got a good burning, you know, fire in my soul. Let's listen to this and then we'll close it out in a prayer. Remember this, nothing worth doing ever, ever, ever came easy. Following your convictions means you must be willing to face criticism from those who lack the same courage to do what is right and they know what is right 
but they don't have the courage or the guts or the stamina to take it and to do it. It's called The Road Less Traveled. What imprint will you leave in the sands of history? What will future Americans say we did in our brief time right here on Earth? committed to eradicating human trafficking from the earth, this form of modern-day slavery here in the United States and all around the world. We are dismantling the criminal organizations that make large-scale human trafficking possible. We will not rest until we've stopped every last human trafficker and liberated every last survivor. replacing a failed and corrupt political establishment with a new government controlled by you, the American people. There is nothing the political establishment will not do, no lie that they won't tell, to hold their prestige and power at your expense. The Washington establishment and the financial and media corporations that fund it exists for only one reason, to protect and enrich itself. A small group in our nation's capital 
has reaped the rewards of government, while the people have borne the cost. Whether we are black or brown or white, we all bleed the same red blood of patriots. When America is united, America is totally unstoppable. There should be no fear. We are protected, and we will be protected by God. Did we challenge accepted wisdom and take on established systems? I think I did, but we all did, and we're all doing it. Or did we just go along with convention, swim downstream so easily with the current, and just give in because it was the easy way, it was the traditional way, or it was the accepted way? I know that each of you will be a warrior for the truth, will be a warrior for our country and for your family. And as long as America remains true to its values, loyal to its citizens, and devoted to its creator, then our best days are yet to come. I can promise you that. Amen to that. Amen to that, man. What a great, great song. I love that song. I tell you, I love that video. When I saw that video, I was like, man, man, oh, man, oh, man. I'm like, I got to reshare this again. That was a great, great, great just video. Whoever put that together. I mean, just the way they intertwine, you know, you know, the movie uh, 300, where that part where he says, this is Spartan. And then he kicks that dude down in the pit, you know, and then you got different scenes of, of, you know, um, Jesus and angels, uh, Jesus walking through the courtyards um, and then showing, you know, Trump going to the Vatican and, and you know, facing, you know, pretty much Satan in the flesh there over there in the Vatican, because let's face facts. I mean, look, I don't care. I'm sorry if you're Catholic or not, you know, but look, I got a lot of Catholics in my family, both on my side of the family and my wife's side of the family. But here's the thing, you know, the Vatican, the Pope, that's an evil, evil place. Evil. All right, these people are bad and they're satanic in nature. Think about it. Think about those words for a minute. Satanic in nature. What's the acronym for that? Satanic in nature. Sin. It's sin. Satanic in nature. It's 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 evil. But you got to get Christ in your heart, get right with God. And when I say get right with God, we always hear that on TV. Oh, you got to get right with God. Yeah, you do. Because if you're going to hear his call and you're going to get directions from him, and you're going to use the tools and the gifts that he put in you since birth, you need to learn how to use those tools and those gifts. And you're going to have to learn how to listen to his communication to you. This is why I don't really listen to podcasts anymore. This is why I shut off the TV. This is why I don't have cable or satellite in my house, our house. I don't really listen to the radio anymore. Honestly, I really should go to being Amish. No, I can't do that. I like my computers too much. I can't do that. But you understand where I'm getting at? 
we need to learn to listen to God and, and, and hear his call. Because the reason Satan is working overtime is because more people are turning to God. And he's getting careless. And he's getting blatantly right in our face like this sick, stupid parade slash carnival down in Brazil. Making a mockery of Jesus. I hope you enjoyed your little mini flood down there because there's more to come if you keep mocking God. Anyway, let's let's say a prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you so much. First off, for your wonderful son and for the sacrifice that he knew he came here on earth for. He pulled one over on Satan and all his demons because when Satan was trying to entice Jesus to give him all the kingdoms of the world as long as he bowed down to him, you know, he can, he can reign over all of it. But see, what, what Satan didn't realize is that Jesus knew the end game. He knew what his mission was there on earth, and that was to be the sacrificial lamb to die so his blood can wash away the sins of the world, those who believe and repent in the name of Jesus Christ. So I want to say thank you personally and on behalf of the community that believes. Thank you for your son. Really. <clears throat> and we thank you for this community. We thank you for our country and our nation. We pray for our assembly of states and our assembly of counties. And we pray that more and more people hear your call and get involved and get that fire burning in their soul to get up off the couch and get active. Because the more of the many that we have, the quicker we can get to our desired goal, which is true sovereignty, freedom, a wonderful society of just good loving people where we just, we praise you all day. We work in our gardens. We, we, you know, forage for food and we just live our own life truly free, truly free. That's all we want. We pray all of this in your holy so, oh, and before I close this out, I also want to pray for a few couples out there that are battling with Satan, trying to divide them. I'm going to keep their names silent, but you know who they are. There's a couple few of them out there. And we pray for my nephew, who is still dealing with an uncountable amount of seizures. And like Rietta was saying right here, Lord, we know our days are in your hands. Thank you for each day we are given. Give us divine appointments to share the gospel and glorify you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Yeah, that's a perfect way to end it. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Ladies and gentlemen, I do read the chat board as I pray sometimes. So if you got something you want to add, by the way, by all means, put it in. Most of the time I should catch it. Unless your name is Destry Payne. Sometimes I miss his stuff somehow. I don't know how I miss his stuff, but it's not intentional. He knows that. But if you do, if you, if you do have something, yeah, Rietta says, okay, cool. I didn't want to interrupt you. Nah, you're not interrupting. Come on. Th there's a reason I like interacting with you guys. This is an interactive show. This is not the Jason Jones show. This is a show for all of you. God wanted me to start the show to, to include all of you. 
Okay. This is why it's important. This is, this is, this is why it's important to be interactive with you because this isn't just me talking. This is, this is our community here, all of you. So if you got something you want to add in to the prayer, as I'm praying, I'll, I'll stop and I'll read for a quick minute and then I'll read it. Just don't see any bad words in your prayer. <laughs> I could, I could see Rietta saying a bad word in her prayer. No, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Maybe Donnie. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know Donnie. I don't know. But I hope you all have a great day, great week. And um, <laughs> she says, you're such trouble, Jason. That's what my wife tells me. She tells me that all the time. That's why she married me, because she's the only one in the world that can tame me. <laughs> so... Um, but anyways, I hope you all have a great day, great night, wherever you're at in the world. Remember, here at His Hard Line, we are Let's firm. Say what? 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 Let's say China. No, Trump. Hold on. Trump, I was in the middle of saying something. Don't be rude. How rude? All right? Because what I was saying is we are firm, we are steadfast, and we are uncompromising. And we don't let the enemy cross our line. Now, Trump, do you have something to say about China? I mean, really, do we got to do this again? Seriously, because people are getting old with this. I don't know. People, people, do you want to hear Trump with his China? I mean, because I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know if you guys want to hear. She says, you have too much fun with those buttons. We do love it. Um, may, uh, maybe China. Trump. Let's say China. 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 <laughs> you go over to China. 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 You take China. 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 I love them. China. 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 I have to have my China. 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 Because China. 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 You know. China. I know China very well. China, 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 China. Northwest Wisconsin, where I'm from. <laughs> it's China to me. China. This never China, gets old. China, 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 China. You want to buy from China? That's great. Buy from China. Buy toys from China. China in particular. China, China. I have people that I know in China. China, 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 China. China, 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 China. I've been saying China, 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 China. Why is it so funny to hear this guy say China? I don't understand. What? Why is it so funny to hear him say China? Man, I'm like hearing loud music upstairs. My wife is jamming out. She's not even listening to the podcast. She's just showing up on the chat, making it seem like she's listening. They got music blasting upstairs. Man, rude. How rude. Yeah, that is rude. Jeez Louise, I tell you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you all have a great day or great night, and we will see you back here tomorrow. Yes, that is right. My mom and her are partying. And I have a feeling I'm going to have to run up the road to Myers to go grab a bottle of champagne because I grabbed the juicer out today and I, you know, uh, squeezed some uh, freshly squeezed uh, grapefruit juice 
and we were thinking about doing mimosas with freshly squeezed grapefruit juice. That sounds nice. And then we'll listen to Trump say, China, 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 China. Yeah. Oh, Rietta doesn't like grapefruits. Oranges, yes. Grapefruits, no. I'm a grapefruit guy. See, I like the tartiness. It's good. All right, ladies and gentlemen, have a great night or day wherever you're at in the world. And we'll be back here tomorrow. God bless. Time to wake Time up. To wake up. <laughs> no longer can we rely on those same people in the media and politics who will say anything to keep our rigged system in place. Instead, we must choose to believe in America. History is watching us now. We don't have much time, but history is watching. It's waiting to see if we will rise to the occasion and if we will show the whole world that America is still free and independent and strong. Because today, we are not merely transferring power from one administration to another or from one party to another, but we are transferring power from Washington, D.C. and giving it back to you, the people. For too long, a small group in our nation's capital has reaped the rewards of government while the people have borne the cost. We have losers. We have losers. I don't need anybody to me this night. I'm really rich. I have a feeling it's going to be beautiful. But I will see you tomorrow, and I'm going to be cheering you on. You're going to cheer me on, but I'm going to be cheering you on. Because what we've done is so special. All over the world they're talking about it. All over the world.